Welcome to the Envision Together, Going to Our Next Level of Best podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Mishana. Join me on this bi-weekly journey of empowerment, where you'll hear hands-on advice from lifestyle experts, educators, authors, spiritual leaders, and many more who will share tips on how to triumph personally, professionally, and spiritually. We explore timely topics such as overcoming anxiety and fear, educating the reluctant student, cultivating lasting relationships, and strengthening our faith. My hope is that the insights offered on the show will help us envision ourselves using our unique gifts and talents on greater levels for greater purposes. Welcome, Kurt Tufert, to Envision Together, going to our next level of best. I am so excited to have you with me today and to share with the audience. I would love to have you introduce yourself. Thanks, Pamela. I am excited to be on this show because in our pre-interview stage, I just felt we had this great connection. And uh, uh, the background on me is uh, I'm an author, uh, also a professor at the University of Houston, also a vice president of sales development for a large industrial company in Houston, Texas, as well as a Christ follower. So all four of those things together uh, and old. Um, I'm about six decades old, so I might have a little bit of a wear, uh, skinned knees and scraped elbows. (laughs) I love the way you describe yourself, but you look great. So that's that's part of what matters. And I agree with you. We did have a wonderful connection in our pre-interview. So that's all the more reason I'm excited uh, to have you share with the guests. So thank you. And we're going to go ahead and just jump right in. I want to learn about these five stones for slaying giants. What inspired you to organize these principles into a teachable design or framework? Well, I was always fascinated with the David and Goliath story. Mm-hmm. And in the story, we know that Goliath was challenging David. David stopped at the stream and he picked up a stone. He picked up four more because Goliath had four brothers. So I thought, well, five stones. As a professional speaker, I needed a hook. I needed something. I needed a keynote that could be universal. And so the five stones came to passion, excellence, vision, value, and confidence. And the book I wrote, I wrote as it relates to sales, leadership, and customer service, because that's what I was speaking into. And now the book has kind of taken on a life of its own as it relates to these five stones, passion, excellence, vision, value, and confidence can be applied to everyone listening on this podcast because we all are facing giants, COVID giants, pandemic giants, just relationship giants. And so I just kind of break out these five stones in a way that's relatable and applicable to people. Okay. So let's delve in, unpack it for us. Okay. So passion, you've got to be passionate. There's a great quote I use in the book, uh, catch on fire with enthusiasm and people will come from miles around to watch you burn. And again, we love passionate people. We're drawn to passionate people. However, (laughs) Passion without excellence is lopsided. You can be passionate and and, an ignorant person at the same time. So the excellence factor allows a balance. And one of the quotes I use in the book is, do your job so well that the living, the dead, and the not yet born could do it no better. Whether that's being a parent, being a daughter or a son, 
being an employer or an employee, a coach, a student, just do that with excellence and yeah. with passion. Of course, stone number three is vision. And of course, I use Proverbs, you know, where, where there is no vision, the people perish. And in a business environment, you cast a vision in a personal environment. You cast a vision for where you want to go at the end of 2021, moving into 2022. What is it that you want? And of course, you you might want to have a quiet time and say, God, what, what's the vision that you have for my life? Absolutely. And, you know, God would go, thank you for asking that question. If I had a wallet, your picture would be in it, God would say. He's got a vision for us. And then, of course, fourth stone is value. When you've got passion, excellence, and vision, you're adding value as a grandparent, as a parent, as a mentor, as someone who pays it forward. Mm-hmm. And then those four stones, passion, excellence, vision, and value, roll up to give you confidence to make it one more day, one more step, especially in today's hyper-everything world. Politics, news, everything is is hyperbole. It's the best, the worst. And, and, and we need the confidence to get through this. Right. So we're tossed around like a rag doll in the mouth of a great big dog. Yeah. Wow. I think that's really neat. And I see how they really fit together and play off of one another. And I think in no particular order, even, (laughs) I think you can jump around to either spot. Agreed. Even when you think about being excellent at work, I feel that the idea of value is present in that also and confidence. Um, It makes me even think about legacy and the type of person you are, no matter where you are and no matter what you're doing, in a sense, if you have people around you who are watching, your children, your family, even coworkers, it's it's a type of legacy that you're leaving. Who do you want to be known as in the world? And you never know, because I remember one time I worked for, um, I worked at a school and a young lady who, I wasn't her teacher. I didn't know her up close and personal. Uh, But when I left that environment, she sent me an email and she said, I miss you so much. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I think I may have seen this young lady once or twice, but I had no really close interaction. And she said, there's a sweet smelling fragrance that follows you as you walk across the campus. And that stayed with me from the moment she shared that with me until till now about the impact that you're having, even when you're unaware. Mm -hmm. There are some people who, who, who brighten the room when they enter it. Mm -hmm. And there's some people who brighten the room when they leave it. So you've got to determine which one. And and for your, your analogy of that sweet smelling fragrance, that's beautiful because the value you added in that person's life without even knowing it and without even asking for any attention in return. Yes. And it, it makes me think, how we can maybe even be more intentional around that to add that kind of value to people's lives. If there's something about you, I mean, it's beautiful that I wasn't aware, but I I do reflect on how can I do those things on purpose to make a difference in someone's life. Excellent. See, I'm I'm learning from you, Pamela. This is wonderful. (laughs) Well, your principles that you shared are making me reflect and think about all of these things. (laughs) So Okay, so if you had it all to do again, 
And I'm going to leave it open for what area you're going to deal with. If Are you going to talk about something about work or family or just life in general? What would you do differently? There was a study done in the uh, early 80s for mm-hmm. a group of people who were over the age of 90 years old. They were asked that same question. Of all the answers, three were the dominant answers. For the people who were over 90 years old, what would you do differently? They would risk more, they would reflect more, and they would do more things that would outlast time. And so what would I do differently? I would risk more. I'm not a very risk. I don't, I eat the same food. I wear the same clothes. I do the same things. I would risk more, uh, reflect more. I would, I would want to be more of a continuous learner and to journal and to reflect and then do more things that would outlast time. I believe now in in my latter years in this part of my life, so I could I could love on men who are broken and who are hurting, and that's mm. that's that's going to be my legacy. In addition to um, having two grandkids and then having a second chance at a, at at a marriage relationship, I get the opportunity to pour my life into into a bunch of new people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do differently, and just it's it's all about continuous learning. And boy. If I was in a room of a bunch of people who were 30 years older than me, and they told me I would recommend that you risk more, reflect more, and do more things to outlast time, I would be listening to those people. Mm -hmm. So what is a risk that you haven't done yet, but it's something you still want to do, but maybe you're even wrestling with it? You talked about intentionality, Pamela. I look at my, this is pretty transparent here. I look at who I am. I am a, I'm a Baptist old white guy. I don't have a lot of color in my life. I don't have a lot of other nationalities, other faith cultures in my life. Mm -hmm. Why, Kurt? Why is it that you've surrounded yourself with people who look identically to you? Mm -hmm. Because there's no risk involved in that. And the more I expand out, the more I say, God, I am not ready for this. And he goes, great. Let me introduce you to six of my new best friends (laughs) that are not like you at all. I've done six mission trips to Honduras. And that's a different class of people. And I don't speak good Spanish. And I I have so much more. And and so I'm trying to be inclusive. I'm trying to listen to other faith systems and other, other walks of life and go, you know what? Tell me, what's your culture? What's your traditions? Why do you do what you do? I'm not judging. I'm just wanting to know. And so, Pamela, I am still afraid to get into those conversations. But if I don't do it now, when am I going to do it? Yes. I love that. And you're doing it even in this conversation. (laughs) You just just took me to a place that, oh, gosh, I'm a little uncomfortable there, but I'm transparent, like I said I would be. So, Well, thank you for sharing that. and. I think it's beautiful. I think that you're challenging yourself and taking that risk. I think it doesn't really matter when in life you make that decision. If you if you get there and you really want to learn about different kinds of people and you want that to affect you in some way, what can we learn from each other? What are the riches of a different culture, a different gender, a different socioeconomic group that 
will enlighten me and help me move forward and help me even pay it forward differently and maybe more brilliantly than I have in the past. Great point. I love that. What one gem would you leave with our audience today? What's the most single important idea shared that if our listeners don't remember anything else, this is the biggest takeaway? Great question, Pamela. And and I had to reflect on that for a while. And so I wrote down my answer because I thought it was important enough for me to write down. For those of us who are listening to this, if you're listening in your car, if you're listening in a quiet place, or you're created for a purpose. We are created for a purpose. Your story matters. God designed you to play a part in a much larger story. And so I'm asking you to ask him to reveal to you what is your part in his larger story. I think if we catch a vision for the part that he has customized for us to play in his larger story, that just empowers us and emboldens us yeah. outside of our s- small story and mm-hmm. step into his larger story. Wow. Brilliantly said. I'm glad you wrote it down. If you felt that's the way you could get it out in that way. And it's so perfect. I'm going to tell you why I receive it so much. Just about two weeks ago, there's a a women's group that I lead that meets every first, um, second Friday, actually, of each month in the evening. And our last guest shared something I've heard so many times as it relates to history. They break the word down and say his story. But the way she shared it, it's like a switch went off in my head. I never thought of my life as being a part of Jesus's story. As I share both trials and triumphs about my life and how God helped me through it, I'm part of this tapestry that that God is creating and I'm sharing his story. And if I share something, as you talked about being candid, when we're open and candid and we share those things, it's not always the easiest to share. It's a little easier for us to share successes. It's harder for us to share things that we may perceive ourselves as a challenge or something we're struggling through or something we're risking through. (laughs) And, um, I just really embrace that. I share because it's part of his story. He's using my life as part of his story. And when I struggle if I, or I face a trial and I share it and then someone tells me, and some people, maybe I'll never hear from them. They tell me that really helped me. That's, that's the whole point. That's it. Wow. We aspire to. <laughs> it's worth it. And telling his story in terms of sharing literally the word of God, of course, that's part of it. But it's part of it to tell his story in our lives. And oftentimes we refer to that as a a testimony. testimony. (laughs) But I just want to thank you so much. And as you are embarking on taking more risk and getting to know different types of people, I want you to know that you've helped me do that too. I don't know if you paid attention, but my first season, it's majority women. Well, I'm not that. (laughs) (laughs) I only had one male speaker. And do you know, I did that without even realizing it. It wasn't by design. Then I looked at the people that I have planned for this, this season. And 
I said, wow, I have a lot more males. <laughs> thankful for that. And I want to share the perspective of, of all people. So thanks so much for You're being welcome. on the show. And if there's anything that you want to share with my audience members about how they might contact you, or if you have a, well, I know you have a book that you want them to read, go ahead and share that information. Easiest place to find me is on LinkedIn. And my last name is T-U-E-F-F-E-R-T. Only one out there. Uh, and that's the easiest place for me to get uh, connected with all y'all. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, Pamela. Well, friends, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Envision Together Going to Our Next Level of Best podcast. I hope today's topic inspired you to envision a brighter future getting to your next level of best and to urge others to reach theirs as well. If you are encouraged by today's episode, subscribe and share it with your family and friends. Also, please write a review. It will help me to reach a wider audience with a message of hope and inspiration. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and share your thoughts about today's episode. Until next time, envision the future you want to see.